What's up? This is Johnny Tacos here with a exciting episode of Origin Stories. And if you hear that, that is because the doorbell just went. And just how raw it is, I'll keep it in here because, hey, I'm awesome like that. But uh, before I get to our guest today in the Origin Stories series of the Johnny Taco Show, I just want to say... Um, that the Bone Ministry uh, episode is out. So everybody get all excited about that. Okay, maybe not too excited. Then fine. There we go. There we go. Excited. It's it's pretty cool. I'd like to thank all the guys from uh, Bone Ministry that uh, volunteered their time, their testimony, and uh, the awesome motorcycle revving sounds in the beginning of it for that special. Uh, thank you guys for, for being around and taking care of that. And uh, just to let you know, we do have that Independence from Addiction Through Metal um, coming up 4th of July. So if you're excited about rock and roll music, I, I can't do the little rock and roll thing. It's too early for me. Um, be, be happy and, uh, get excited about that and we'll get to that. But you know what? Enough talking about this. Let's get into the show. This is Origin. Origin. How are you two doing today over there in Fort Hood as your husband is serving our country? You oh, are doing serving great. us. You are serving us. You, you're doing oh, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, we are. We're doing great. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, tell us a little something about you. Well, I loved how you introduced me. You did get my name correct. I think that's probably one of the most frequently asked questions I get is, where did your name come from? And really, my parents thought I was going to be a boy. So they really had only picked out boy names. And about a week before I was due, my dad was like, well, what if it's a girl? Like, what are we going to name her? And my mom was just like, I don't know. And then he said, well, how about Dorshan? And my mom was like, no way. Where did you get that name? That's ridiculous. Like, this is so silly. <laughs> and he said, hey, it's it's my mom's name and your mom's name and uh, Dorothy and Shanna. And I figured we could mix that up and she could have the best traits from both of those women in our lives. And my mom just kind of laughed and blew it off. And then I was a born and I was a girl and my dad was like, oh my gosh, what are we going to name her? And my mom said, Dorshan. So, yeah. You know, that is a lot, a um, lot more of an interesting story than I thought it was. I thought it was like an old <laughs> Irish 
lady's no. name from my great great grandma. You know, no. I have an <laughs> Irish accent or something like that. I know. And people think, oh, you have red hair, Dorshan. You must be Irish. And I'm not either. So that's really funny, too. But I'm just grateful that he didn't come up with like Shanorthy or Shandor. You know, it could have been much worse. And my grandma growing up when I was crying at the gas station for not getting like a personalized license plate off the rack, she'd say, honey, you get things special ordered. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it, it's been challenging, but it's also something that's been a blessing too, because people tend to remember, you know, oh yeah, Dorshia. So anyway, but yeah, I love it. Well, you know, you know, and you just go by Dorshan, which is sort of like share. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's a you... mouthful on its own. <laughs> yeah. And and I I I tried to do like a commercial to say your name. And I was like, Dorsen, yeah. and like real fast, and <laughs> hopefully nobody. And they go, Stevens Middlehouse. And I was, I was like, wow, that is a lot, it's a lot. to, it's to a lot. process somebody's brain. <laughs> somebody's brain exploded, you know? I know. <laughs> and it's funny because growing up, we lived two doors down from the lady who did Bart Simpson's voice, her parents. And so I used to babysit her cat. And so when I married a Millhouse, I got, you know, for months just teased by my family and, oh, Millhouse, the Simpsons, you know, and then you'll meet people in public. And when they're like, oh, Dorshan Millhouse, they're like, oh, did you ever watch the Simpsons growing up? You know, <laughs> so it is funny. It's a great conversation, but I just generally go by my first name. You know, you had that interesting first name and then you have the interesting, uh, dinner conversation of your last name and then you go like well you know i did uh take care of a cat of the yeah. uh, voice of bart simpson and then they go oh really well that is cool you know you live this lavish lifestyle right and uh, i wish i wish <laughs> so so what do you do uh for a living when you're not singing so when I'm not singing, I actually, <laughs> I have a few hats. I love to help real estate investors. And so I help with property acquisitions. And then I also am a digital content producer. So I work to find actors and actresses to um, do, you know, ads on TikTok and your social media platforms, websites, things like that. And then my main focus is ministry. So I have um, started Faith United Fine Arts Ministry. And so basically it's an interfaith ministry. Churches pull together in the community and donate funds to allow a music program to help uh, the community and their members gain skills and talents, be able to use the arts within their, within their churches. So it's a little bit of both an outreach for development of gifts and talents, but it's also, um, you know, one of the ways that we feel it invites others to explore, discover, accept, and even live the gospel more deeply. So I love it. It's been really fun. So, but you have to be born with the gift, right? To, to, <laughs> to be in this outreach. No, not necessarily. The worship team, we do do auditions just because, um, it takes a little bit more of a natural ear. We don't always use sheet music. 
And so for people that are in traditional choir, they expect like, I want to read my alto part or my tenor part. But when you come to our worship team, it's more like we're going to create parts as we sing, you know, so it's a little bit different. Um, But the educational programs, we definitely open it up to people and some have really developed skill sets. Some have really divine gifts that they were just born with and they're just honing. Um, and then others are self-taught. And so they're just learning, you know, better ways to accomplish the task of using their gift. But I do believe that, you know, there are some that maybe aren't meant to be, you know, front and center, but that the Lord allows each of us to have and experience different gifts and learn different gifts. And so I've found that anyone can give it a go. (laughs) You know, you know, um, I usually kid, and I say, hey, I'm part of the worship team, but I'm right over here. Can you hear me? I'm singing the best I can from from the other side of the church. So, you know, and it's awesome that you do that. And and it's it's a community. Did you start it in Colleen? I did. I kind of tested it out when we were stationed in North Carolina. This is the hardest part because being military has kind of slowed the growth because we've had to start it and then we have to move and then we have to start it and then we have to move. Um, we only have four more years left in the service and, um, we were actually supposed to be in Hawaii. I think I told you this when we originally spoke, we got orders to Hawaii and we were supposed to be there June 15th. And then sadly, my husband was one of the few soldiers that had a really bad reaction to the COVID vaccine. And so he's now struggling with like neurological issues and some other, um, you know, hearing and heart kind of stuff. And then on top of that, four months later, he was diagnosed with full blown, full blown cancer. <laughs> so they've kind of taken the Hawaii orders away. And so it's kind of been a mixed blessing because now we can still continue with the ministry as he's working through all his health stuff. But yeah, we, we started um, ground running here, found a different um, building. The um, Central Christian Church here in Colleen has been an amazing partner. I couldn't have asked for a better pastor. Stephen has been so supportive. Marlo within their office, um, they've allowed us to use their fellowship hall. And so we've been able to do our rehearsals and our lessons. We do drums, guitar, piano, and we're hoping to add um, a children's choir and do some pr- prison ministry next year. So we've got several things that we're working on, but yeah, here's where we've kind of planted for right now. Um, you know, um, Bill Glass does the prison ministry and my pastor, he, he does, he goes on the weekend and he goes out and he talks prison ministry and it is Awesome because you know they're they're God's children too, they're they're yes. lost you know, yes. um and I was watching a movie called uh, Father Stew, which is a Mark Wahlberg oh, I movie. Wanted to watch that, yeah. Um, you know, I'm just gonna let you know it's a uncensored kind of movie. There are some <laughs> bad words in there, you know, okay. and yeah. you know, so a lot of Christians are a little standoffish because it is. Uh, has bad words in it, but I actually found a message in the movie, you know, yeah. and it, it comes through, 
It doesn't matter what point of your life is, who you were. It doesn't mean that you're, you're because you cussed and because you lived a life of a fast life that it, that you cannot find God. And, uh, through, through his ordeal, you know, I'm not going to go through it cause this is your story, not <laughs> Mark Wahlberg or not Stu's story. So, okay. but it's a really good movie. You should, you should, uh, find a child, you know, I wouldn't watch it with the children because right, of all right. the potty language. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, if you're, if, if you're, uh, able to watch it, um, then, um, you know, watch it with your husband. It's a really good, really, really well played movie. It's two hours long. So you must, uh, you must, you know, sacrifice a time. (laughs) And I do apologize with the dogs barking because they are working next door and it just sets them off every five seconds. So I do apologize (laughs) for it. We'll just, we'll just make that part of your, your audience. Right. I can deal with that. <laughs> okay. And uh, so how long have you been singing? So I've been singing since I was really young. I mean, uh, I think I was singing before I really spoke. <laughs> but um, yeah, ever since I was little, but I didn't really start taking it um, to heart until I was probably around eight, uh, eight or nine. And I remember um, I had always been told I was, I sounded beautiful and people always wanted me to sing different things. Um, and then, but I'd never heard myself and I was, I think I was nine. I think I was about nine and I had been asked to sing at a baptism and it was right when tape recorders came out and my mom got me one and she was like, here, you can use this to record your rehearsals and then you can practice at home. Cause we didn't have a piano. And so I, brought the recorder to rehearsal to practice for this baptism. And I got home and I was listening and I was like, wow, like, I didn't know that that's what I sounded like. And I had in that moment, this, um, experience where I feel like it was the Holy spirit that was like, I want you to use your voice to build my kingdom. And it was kind of, you know, a little overwhelming. I was so young and I was like, wow, like that's crazy. And so my whole life, I just kind of did, um, you know, some various talent shows and festivals and, you know, all of that. So from as young as I can remember, it's always just been a part of my life. You know, that sounds cool. And I listen to your music and it, it really, really does show like your passion and how much you love to listen to, uh, to, uh, to music and to push um, and push forward your vocals. So you do have a talent. Thank you. Yeah. I'm one of those people. It's like, there's always someone worse. There's always someone better. (laughs) (laughs) I like to fall right in between that. (laughs) So so, uh, do you want to talk about the song that we're going to be playing tonight? Sure. Sure. So, um, so I wrote Never Stain actually a couple of years ago, and it wasn't until recently that I went to the studio to record it. Uh, I have, I kind of switched genres. Originally I had gone through going to Nashville 
and doing, you know, the country scene and pop scene. And there was just a point in my life where it was, it was pretty rough, like emotionally, like I just had a lot of uh, turmoil, depression, anxiety, just a lot of different stuff. And I just remember um, one day just being so done, just, we had some marriage problems, just, just a lot of different things, you know, and, and we were in a really stressful situation. I was working days. My husband was working nights. So we weren't really seeing each other a lot. And there was just a lot of conflict and I hated it. You know, I just, I really hated it. I knew that's not what God intended marriage to be relationships to be. And, um, I just felt like I, I knew he wasn't wanting me to do music. I could sense that like, this is not the direction I wanted you to go. And so one day I was just done with it and I fell on my knees and I just said, okay, um, I give, I give it all to you. Like, I just don't want to feel this way anymore. Right. Um, here's all the things that I've, that I feel like I've done wrong that may have ruined my chance, right. With you to make things right. And to use your gift. Um, and I'm sorry for that. And he, you know, and so I just kind of had that little intimate moment with God. Right. And then, um, I just had this still, still voice come to me that said, um, you know, you're forgiven, you know, and I still need you. I still will use you. And I said, well, you know, what do you want me to do? What can I do? And he said, change your music and I will change your life. And in that moment, I knew he wanted me to go into the Christian circles. And I was like, I grew, I grew up and currently am in the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which is very, very traditional in hymns, you know, hardly ever guitars and drums and main service. And those, I love hymns. I grew up hymns. That's why I know how to harmonize and do all those things. But it's not like the songs I really thought I'd want to sing, you know, growing up um, outside of service. And so I just for a minute was like, change my music and like, you'll change my life. Like, how is that going to happen? And immediately I started thinking stories kept coming to my mind about, you know, the blind man being healed by his touch, go to go wash yourself. They went and washed themselves and they were healed. Like all these touching the hem, you know, all these small, simple things that people did. And then they were healed. And the spirit said, do you believe I'm the same God that healed today and that I can heal you now? And it was in that moment that I said, okay, I will do it. And so I changed my music, changed and it changed my life. I'm not saying I'm rich or, you know, on tour, you know, millions of states, but I've been healed and I have changed. And I, I look at that and I continue to change, obviously, because it's a daily thing, but um, that's what this song is about, is that moment of release and that moment of realizing that our tears are not meant to stain, right? We can cry, but they are gone. And there will come a moment that even in our despair and in, in our challenge and in our joy, we will see his face again and he will still call our name, you know, and he knows us. And I love that. Awesome. So here is Never Stain by Dorshan. 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 You got to get that shan out of there. <laughs> so here we go. about 
Savior, a sacrifice. Yet I couldn't see you in the midst of me. I was reckless and refused to see. In patience, in portion, in great mercy, you tenderly waited for me. And when I cried your name from my bent in knee, you said forgiven, forgotten, now rise in me. Forgiven, forgotten, now rise in me. I'm changed, I can't deny. Restored and sanctified In a love bigger than you and I I am anchored, whole and satisfied In patience, in portion, in great mercy You tenderly waited for me When I cried your name From my bending knee You said forgive From my grave, oh hallelujah, these tears, these tears will never stain. You raise me from my grave, oh hallelujah, these tears, these tears will never is so amazing in this in that song thank you you know I, I i could never go up and stage in front of people and start singing i could talk people's ears off but <laughs> the singing stuff you know my wife is a singer she sings as well uh, and awesome. i i don't know how she can do that uh just go up on stage uh do you do shows do you go around and and do shows so I do. Um, I've put a pause on some. Um, people re will reach out to me directly and I'll let you know. Um, with my husband's cancer treatments right now, I've been really cautious on where I go. 
Um, and how how is yes, he? Is is he doing well? Is he doing good to the treatment? He is. He is. Um, but he's just more susceptible to illness. <laughs> so I had had set up a worship night at our house, and then he got COVID like two weeks or a week before or something like that. And I was like, oh my gosh! And so he's like, maybe we shouldn't do this. Maybe we shouldn't do this. But um, but I do go and I do help with Sunday services and um, various youth conferences. It depends a lot on my band. I have to rely a lot on them. So. Yeah, definitely. And what is your husband's name? Jason. Jason, if you're listening to this, Jason, you know, you can do this. Um, my mother-in-law uh, battled with cancer, My and she's living victorious. And you can do this. God's got you. God's got you back. You know, I'll pray for you, brother. You know, you're my brother, and uh, we love you. And you're gonna get you're gonna get better, and it's gonna be a miraculous healing, you know, in Jesus' name. Thank you. I had to say that because you know. Oh. Um, Appreciate it. Thanks. And and it's from a stranger. He's like, what does this strange guy tell me? No. He loves me and all that. And no. no, Jason. You know, uh, we feel you, and the guys that here at uh, Johnny Tacos are on your uh, with you with God with you. So we got you back. Thank you. So is there any kind of upcoming shows coming up with you and the band? So it actually on the 26th, I'll be down at Central Christian Church helping with their worship for that Sunday. And then I'm currently doing a lot of songwriting collectives and they're on our website, which is www.faithunitedministry.org. And so you can sign up for the songwriting collectives. And depending on where, like if we have a lot of people that sign up in Waxahachie or, you know, wherever up, we can do the songwriting sessions up there. Um, most of the time they're just local, but I would love to be able to go and do songwriting collectives with others. And we just songwrite and get to know each other and put our testimonies to music. So yeah, that's uh, on the schedule for now. And in the fall, we're going to start our educational program. Um, and then hopefully we'll have some more music dates. They're usually always announced on our website. And uh, what's the website name? Um, faithunitedministry.org. Cool. So, you know, we would love to have you over at the church. Uh, we do concerts at the church. So we would love oh, to have awesome. you do a, do a little couple of songs. That would um, be amazing. You know, yeah. we, we have worship at the uh, yard, too, at the rail yard which is in Waxahachie because oh. Waxahachie is a church based um, city. So, awesome. uh, so what, what's, uh, what's planned? Any new music coming up? So I just released a song called honest with me last week. I think it was, and I'm fundraising for my next um, single. So I'm hoping to get two more done by the end of the year. Um, most people don't recognize the amount just for production. And so usually it's about a thousand dollars to get the music, um, sometimes as pricey as 2,500 a song. So I try to just fundraise all of the money that we raise for music projects, um, is all tax deductible tax deductible. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> cannot talk. Um, and so that if that's something that people would love they are more than welcome to donate to the cause if they feel like they would love their 
their music to go far and be part of that message um, because we do love working with recovery groups. Um, that was probably one of my favorite experiences was leading worship for Celebrate Recovery. Um, it's just the God's presence is so strong with those who have a broken heart and a contrite spirit and are ready to change. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It's an honor yeah. to meet you. I uh, can't wait to hear some new music coming from you. Uh, I awesome. saw um, saw some music playing on YouTube as well, some videos. So, oh. so yeah, I had to do my awesome. homework. I had to do my homework. Oh, good. Well, <laughs> so, thank you. Uh, so ne- next time, you know, um, we should have you over here and maybe we can get a live yeah. song coming. I'd love it. Yeah, that'd be amazing. So we'll we'll get it set up, and um, right. I'll talk to my church, and maybe we can have you come out for for a night, a little. Uh, I would love that singing, and then maybe a post interview. That'd be great. Thank awesome. you so much for thinking of me. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Dorshane, uh, for yes. uh, coming on the show. I appreciate you. You are a, an awesome woman of God. Um, uh, you know your husband. You know, we're praying for them. Um, just to let you know that you have the power. God has given you gifts, gifts of worship. Um, there's seven gifts. And if, you, if you're feeling that you don't know what your gift is, go to church, talk to a pastor. He'll go over, he'll open up books, he'll open up scripture to find who your your gift is and what your gift is. And, and if you feel like, Hey, mine is to give or to disciple and it's not working out, maybe that's not your gift. You, there's other, other gifts around. Um, my mind just slips on what all the gifts are. I I know they're there. Um, (laughs) I know they are. Um, I'll maybe in another, maybe in a taco talk, I'll go through the whole gifts for you, but this is not about me. This is about the testimonial of Dorshan and I want to thank you so much uh listeners if you just come on here new one saying Johnny Tacos I wonder what if it's a recipe place I want to learn something how to cook I'm sorry you're in the wrong podcast that is Taco Johnny's podcast not Johnny Tacos you got a little dyslexic uh but you did learn something for to do and it's the food of Jesus Christ it's it's the nourishment of your soul as well as his everlasting waters, um, which I think it would be pretty cool if he bottled that water up and just said, uh, <laughs> Jesus' everlasting waters, bottled by Nestle. I'm, <laughs> okay, I'm going off uh, subject because I am working on two hours of sleep. So, But all my, all my diehard fans who have listened to here, listeners who have listened to here and, and just – my my uh, constant babbling or listening to the awesome testimonials of uh, each of my guests. Thank you so much. You are the sauce in my taco. And uh, just let you know that I do everything here self-funded. Um, if you'd like to sponsor uh, Johnny Taco's show, uh, go to Johnny Taco's podcast at gmail.com. Just say, hey. I would like to know a little something on how I can help out uh, voicing God's word uh, to everybody in the world because we all need 
healthy. Um, we all need a healthy outlet of of good wholesome content, which is interviewing um, awesome people like uh, Dorshan right here, and also learning about scripture and learning about that you're not the only one that goes through these trials, and to also know that God is always right beside you. You just have to let him drive. Just like a man. A man will not let a woman drive. He wants to drive. Sometimes you have to put your pride away. Just put it in that glove compartment over there. And say, fine, drive. I'm too tired. Drive. Please, Lord. Please. So, I uh, just want to say thank you all again for being on to coming on this episode. And Dorshan, thank you for being on the show. Is there anything you want to say to the listeners? Before. Oh, thank you. Thank you for supporting and for giving an opportunity for us to, to talk about these things. All right. And tell your husband, thank you for serving. Uh, I'm a big, big believer in always thanking our military for being there because without the military, it'd be the wild, wild west outside. Everybody be coming in there. You'll be speaking all 15 different languages right now. So thank you. Uh, and tell him thank you for his, for his service. Will do. Thank you. All right. Well, that is all for the show. Um, please <clears throat> like, share, tell your church about me because I'm just a archi- uh, architect of this podcast here. God's real star up above. So thank you all. Have a great night. And we are off. This is the Johnny Tuckle Podcast.